G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, in the heart of King's Cross, 50 years ago, this little tiny area started up as a mission to outreach to those who are homeless or in need of somewhere just to be loved. 50 years on, and it's grown, and it's a ministry that is very much a part of the streetscape of King's Cross, Potts Point, and of Sydney itself. Reverend Graham Long is the pastor of the Wayside Chapel, fresh from his celebrations of 50th years of the Wayside Chapel in Sydney. Graham, it's great to talk to you again. It's nice to talk to you. Graham, tell us a little bit about the history of Wayside Chapel. 50 years is an incredible milestone for any Christian ministry, especially yeah. one that deals with uh, the coalface of human reality. That's true. King's Cross is an interesting place in Sydney. Um, and and it's changed over 50 years. Australia's changed over 50 years. You know, if you if you see footage of some of the early services and things 50 years ago when Ted Knox was here... You really, your first impression is this must have been 150 years ago because that's how much the world has changed. So anyway, um, you know, King's Cross was a very bohemian place. 50 years ago, the only place you could get a cup of coffee after about 10 p.m. in all of Sydney was in King's Cross. So, you know, it was a place for bohemian kind of people and creatives and so on. And Ted uh, landed into that and... And the church of 50 years ago really did not know how to step out of its traditional mould. And, and Ted had to really, without a plan, ask himself, how do we be the church? And what developed was the Wayside Chapel. And then uh, the community, uh, Ted was one of the first to see the wave of uh, drugs that were going to change society, and he said so loudly. Um, and with that Wayside Chapel changed and King's Cross became a fairly seedy sort of a place and um, and Wayside was right in the middle of it and started Life Education Centre and lots and lots of early groundbreaking uh, work in social services, that kind of thing. Um, and then in more recent years, um, the King's Cross was kind of gentrified. So we have the very, very wealthy and the very poor side by side. It's a, it's a very interesting thing. And so these days... Uh, we don't think of ourselves as a soup kitchen at all. We see ourselves as a kind of a community-making uh, place where we say to the very wealthy, this is not an interesting case, this is your brother, this is your sister, which which changes the situation radically. And, and we say to the poor, we wouldn't be here without these people. So, you know, this is your brother, this is your sister. So, um, you know, our, our mission is to make community with no us and them. It must be an incredible time to be able to celebrate that 50 years of ministry in the one place and seeing the way that it's changed and then reflecting upon how important it is to be that Christian witness, not just because it's a good thing to do, but because Christ commanded us to love. Mm, that's right. And, and you know, we, we went through several crises where um, our future was very seriously under discussion 
Um, you know, 10 years ago, 40% of our buildings were condemned and the way forward didn't look easy. Indeed, it looked like there wasn't a way forward. Um, and we're only here today um, due to several minor and not so minor miracles. I mean, we 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 when 40% of our building was condemned, we knew we had to do something about it. And we started a building campaign with no money at all, at all, eight and a half million dollars we needed. And we finished the project with no debt. Now, I don't want to make that sound easy. It wasn't easy, but um, it was amazing. It was amazing. I got six checks of over a quarter of a million dollars out of private pockets. And, you know, I don't care how wealthy you are, quarter of a million dollars is a very big donation. And, you know, so if if that's not a miracle, tell me what would be. Now, the celebrations over the weekend have been uh, many and varied, and they're obviously not just for this weekend, but it must be fascinating to be able to see different people rubbing shoulders. And especially as you get closer to Easter, you think about the way that the Easter message changed people. The acts and grace of Jesus Christ at Easter time changed people just in the same way that you're hoping people will change by encountering each other at the Wayside Chapel. Yeah, very much. You know, it's... What what Jesus did for us wasn't much like a social worker, and and for that reason we you know we don't say we're anything much like a soup kitchen. In fact, sometimes we say we're not a lot like a church either, which might work for you if you're not much like a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being funny with you. Um, and but but you know what what was achieved was the work of Emmanuel, God with us. You know, what the cross did for us was not fix us in a sense, but God jumped into the deepest hole that anyone could jump into. So no matter how deep a hole we fall into, God is already at the bottom of it. And then by his spirit can lead you out of that hole through the power of the resurrection. So, you know, that's that's our our mission as well. We're, We're not here to fix you. We're here to meet you. And And, you know, we jumped into the deepest, darkest hole that we can jump into in order that when you walk in on the worst day of your life, uh, we're there, we're alongside of you. And if you allow us to, we'll lead you out to better days. What are some of the ways that the Wayside Chapel is celebrating Easter in their 50th year? Uh, Well, we celebrate Easter every day of the week, (laughs) every year. Um, but but this Easter time, so we have a special Good Friday service and um, all kinds of people show up to our services, which means you have to put up with sometimes people interrupting in prayers and, you know, all sorts of funny things happen and you just have to accept that as, as a gift. Um, but So we have a Good Friday service and then we do a public march through the streets of King's Cross. So we carry a whopping great cross and we join with the other churches and we do... A, a vigil that we call the Stations of King's Cross. <laughs> and we stop and we pray at the little Piccolo Cafe where lots of drug deals are done, and we pray at the police station and we pray at you know, various spots along the way, train station and St Vincent's Hospital, and we finish eventually and then finish with a hot cross bun and a cup of tea. And it's just a, a way of making the Christian presence of uh, Easter and reminding people that at the bottom of Easter is the most radical uh, action of love. Um, so that's what, you know, that's what we'll do this Friday. And then on Sunday, of course, um, is this incredible mystery of 
uh, hope that overcomes any any dark hole. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to Sunday as well. It sounds like a great time to be able to uh, rub shoulders with people that you wouldn't normally rub shoulders with and have you realise at the same time that you are in the same boat and you are in that same deep pit that you mentioned there where God jumped in. And, and quite, quite, you know, this is in keeping with Easter, sometimes God speaks most clearly through the least likely. And, and that happens here regularly. Sometimes the best wisdom doesn't come from me. It comes from some street person who walks in and whose insight has dropped straight out of heaven and is given to us. And, you know, I, I expect that to happen yet again. And, um, you know, some of the greatest encouragement I've had has come from people who are at the very bottom and whose faith has lifted me. So most poor people have a faith in God. Um, I, I think atheism is a subset of of wealth, actually, because um, people who live on the street just have a faith, pretty much. And one of the songs they love to sing most at Wayside is uh, All Night, All Day, Angels Watching Over Me. It's pretty moving. Mm, sounds like it. Reverend Graham Long is the pastor of the Wayside Chapel, and it's great to talk to you. Graham, many blessings to you in the 50th year of the Wayside, and uh, may God continue to bless your valuable ministry. Thank you. Nice talking to you. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.